Welcome to Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry, a podcast dedicated to changing the way women eat to lose weight so they can feel their hottest. I'm your host, Lauren Hubert, former fad dieter turned registered dietitian. Each week, I'll share all of my favorite healthy eating tips and swaps, help you through frustrations on your journey, and show you the science behind losing weight. Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry is here to make weight loss simple, fun, and easy to stick to for life. Hey ladies, in case you missed it, Fit Girl Fall is officially back on the Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry podcast. Alongside weekly mini episodes on all things fitness and fat loss during the fall season, I want to remind you that we are doing a very special giveaway that I do not want you to miss out on. For Fit Girl Fall, I will be giving away four amazing prizes to four lucky and loyal listeners of the show, including one walking pad to go on your hot girl walks in your office as you're working as winter is approaching us, two $100 Alley Yoga gift cards to revamp your fall wardrobe and get some new hot girl workout clothes, and a Stanley cup so you can stay hydrated and make sure it's always on your desk. To enter, I've made this super easy for you. Head to thesororitynutritionist.com backslash giveaway for instructions on how to enter, which includes leaving a rating and review of the show. Winners will be announced on October 30th, both on the episode that will launch that day here on the podcast, and they also will be announced on my Instagram at sorority.nutritionist. All the details for the giveaway, including how to enter, when the winners will be announced, and the terms are available in the show notes for you, including a link to the website where you'll be able to enter the giveaway at, which is the sororitynutritionist.com backslash giveaway. And as a reminder, I will never ask for personal information. So head to the sororitynutritionist.com backslash giveaway to participate in this giveaway. Now on to today's episode. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry and another episode of Fit Girl Fall. Today, we are diving into a topic that I know you see by the title, and it's a really good one. Let me tell you, it is on how to be on track. Even when you don't track, you don't track your food, you don't track your calories, you don't track your protein, you don't even track necessarily when you're eating. When you're not tracking, how can you be on track, especially if you aren't calorie tracking and you're so used to that? So without further ado, why I wanted to do this episode and dive straight into it with you guys is because tracking is awesome. Tracking teaches you what you're eating, how much you're eating. It gives you a literal crash course on nutrition. So you can understand what you are putting into your body and how it impacts your ability to lose weight, how it impacts your result of gaining weight. If you've ever struggled with that before, it literally just impacts every aspect of your health. And of course your weight, that being said, tracking is not a diet. I say this so many times on this podcast, tracking is not a diet. It is a tool. It is a great tool that helps you change your eating habits if used properly. But when you use tracking the wrong way, you can't be on track if you don't track, which is a problem because are you going to track every single morsel of freaking food you eat for the rest of your life? What about going out to restaurants when we know that shit is not always 100% accurate because we are estimating, right? Which is great. We love a restaurant estimation moment and we do have episodes coming out on that and have episodes in the past on it. But besides the point, I wanted to sit down and record an episode on how to be on track even when you don't track your calories. Because this topic comes up inside of the membership, it comes up inside of coaching in 90 Day Fit Bay Body, and it also comes up in my DMs all of the time. I find so many women are scared not to track their food and instantly think when they don't track, they're going to get off track. They're going to totally lose control. They're going to spiral. They're going to gain weight back. And if you're like any of my clients, that may perhaps has happened to you before. When you have stopped tracking, 
you instantly gain the weight back. You instantly get off track. So I want to share my top five favorite tips for how to stay on track with your diet, even when you don't track your food or you're not able to track your food either accurately or at all. Maybe you're going to a restaurant dinner event or like an appetizer, like cocktail hour moment for work. That has come up for my clients recently. Maybe you're going out to dinner with your family when you're home for the holidays. Maybe you're thinking about Thanksgiving and some of the really complicated food items that you're kind of just scratching your head at how to actually track them. Or maybe you're just thinking about this holiday season and some of the meals that you perhaps don't want to track. You perhaps want to tap out of tracking for a little bit, but you don't want to feel like you're spiraling out of control. This episode, whether it is in fall and October as I'm recording it, or literally any time of year, I hope it's going to inspire you to realize that tracking is a tool to help you understand how to eat, but the gold standard of tracking the right way, when you do it the right way, the TSN way, is how to stay on track with your habits, even when you're not necessarily tracking your food in a logging app like MyFitnessPal. So let's dive right into it. The first tip I want to share with you about how to be on track, even when you don't track your calories, is I want to remind you, especially if you have a full day where you're thinking about disconnecting from your phone and disconnecting from MyFitnessPal, I would love you to make sure you are sitting down and eating full meals. And yes, I'm looking at you right in the eye, sister. If you are a grazer, if you like to just eat all damn day, that is the habit that typically gets you off track. That is the habit that leads to overeating. That is the habit that sometimes leads to you not actually getting the nutrition you need because when you're grazing all day, chances are you're grazing on not just whole foods from meals that you usually eat, You're grazing on snacks and snacks are oftentimes more processed, sometimes not as nourishing. It can be really difficult to hit our protein and or fiber, especially through veggies and snacks, depending on what types of snacks you're choosing. So the point of this is I want you to sit down when you are not tracking your calories and ensure that you're actually eating full balanced meals. And that is one of the easiest tips that I can really reinforce. And I'm literally talking to myself right now because when I get off track, when I'm not tracking, it's because I'm just grazing. I'm not thinking about when I'm eating, how much I'm eating. And sometimes we're just kind of like eating on the go when we need a little bit more structure. And I want to make sure you are sitting down, you're committing yourself to a meal instead of grazing all damn day. Alongside this tip, I also want to point out the second tip I wanted to share with you for staying on track, even when you're not tracking your food in a food logging app, like my fitness pal. And I do say this tip all of the time, but it literally deserves a spot on the list because it is that important. I need you not want you must, I need you to determine a meal schedule. I need you to sit down and not just think about yes, sitting down and eating a full meal, but I also want you to sit down and think about when you are eating because For you to have these full meals, you have to have a grasp on when you are eating. Being on track when you don't track your calories is so much easier when you plan in advance, but you also understand when you are eating. I'm not talking about you have to eat at 7 a.m. or else on a Saturday morning. No, maybe during the week and maybe the weekends or different days look different. But every day when you wake up and put your feet on the ground, you walk out of bed, you start your day, you brush your teeth, you have your water, hopefully in the morning before you even eat or drink anything, especially that coffee, you know what you need to do? You need to think about, okay, what do I want to accomplish today with my food? I think about this every day. What is my go-to meal schedule? Personally, my go-to meal schedule is three meals and around three snacks. Sometimes my third stack is really just like a low calorie dessert or something fun. Sometimes like high calorie. We have some fun over here in maintenance, right? 
But at the end of the day, when it comes to weight loss and especially maintenance, you have to have a grasp on that meal schedule. That way you're not only prioritizing sitting down and having these full nourishing meals, but that way you can get a grip on when you are eating to once again, avoid grazing and also avoid getting too overly hungry. Okay. The third tip I want to share with you is focusing on the balanced plate. I give this tip and I teach this tip and this strategy to my clients when they eat out and they don't track their calories. And the same can be said for this list over here about how to be on track, even when you don't track your calories. And this can even apply at home. It literally can apply in any food environment. When you are sitting down to eat your meal and you might not know, and it gives you a little bit of anxiety, but you might not know the exact nutrition within your food. In fact, you may be like many of my clients. And the first thing you're thinking about right now is, okay, but like, I don't know the amount of oil or like, I don't understand, you know, how many calories is this exact thing? What type of yogurt is this? Isn't that going to impact how much protein it has? Yes. Those are really valid things. Yes. Those are things that can add up over time. I'm sure when you're not sure of your portions, you're not sure of the types of foods you're eating. And that's why eating out can be incredibly difficult when you're trying to lose weight and you haven't nailed down those portions. But in general, when you are not tracking your food, and especially as you guys enter maintenance, that's hopefully on the horizon someday for you all, because we don't want you dieting and losing weight forever, right? That can't happen. We have to get to the end goal. At the end of the day, we have to focus on that balance plate. And the balance plate is actually a really great way to focus on something positive you can control when you're so used to probably entering food and feeling like, you're in control because you're entering it into an app and it's sort of like validating your food choices. So what I suggest is focusing on having a carb, a protein and a veggie and, or a pop of color. If you can't get veggies, maybe it's a pop of color at breakfast through fruit or something like that. But the point is to focus on these simple portions and ensure each of them are respectively on your plate. And that's a really helpful goal or something kind of like to keep in the back of your mind as you're choosing food options when you're not tracking, but also even as you are plating your food. Okay. Alongside tip number three, something that goes hand in hand with it is my fourth tip for you. What I want you to do is if you have tracked your food for a decent period of time, I want you to not just think about the carb, the protein, and the pop of color on there, but I also want you to visibly like look at your plate and guesstimate the portions that are going to make you feel your best. And I don't want you thinking of calories and, you know, this is chicken. It has this much and like trying to do some mental math calculation. No, that is not the point of trying to be on track when you don't track your calories. The whole point is we're trying to not have you track. So don't try to do this mental math. If you remember these things, but what I want you to do is think about those portions and think about in balanced meals that you typically create when you are food logging, what do those portions look like? And in fact, this is why I think having a food scale and just learning rough portion sizes of like a measuring cup, like what does one cup versus a half a cup may look like? And we're eyeballing, of course, but like what that visually can look like on a plate, I find that incredibly helpful and is a tool that I still use till this day to manage my weight without tracking calories. Because that way you can look at the plate and get a gist of, okay, beyond the calories that is in this meal, are my portions in check? Do I have this balance? And with the portions in check, do I feel like I will be satisfied from this? You know, sometimes when I, you know, recently actually went to Chipotle or was it Chipotle? No, it was Sweetgreen with my husband. I got a gift card for my birthday there actually. And I went to Sweetgreen and we got some salads when we were running errands. We came back home. It was on like a Friday. And 
the portion of my usual salad came in. Um, I order a few different types. I oftentimes love the fall harvest kale salad um, that has like sweet potatoes and the goat cheese in it, I believe. Oh, it's so good. We have like a, a fake, like knockoff version of the recipe. It's not fake. Like it's just, just as good, but like a copycat recipe in the membership under like the Fit Girl Fall recipes, if you guys haven't tried it out. And I also order the guacamole green salad. But anyway, I ordered the guacamole greens this time around. And me and my husband, both with his order and my order, were like, wow, like the, there is no protein in this. So I ended up having like a yogurt on the side because I was desperate at home. Like we didn't have a lot of groceries. We needed to grocery shop. So I still got the job done. But you will notice too, once you become a little bit more aware and attuned to what your body needs and feel it's best with, plus what those portion sizes just look like through tracking, it actually will help you be on track when you don't track because you will be able to actually look at your food and with a critical eye, be able to see visually, is this enough to actually get me satisfied and full? Okay. The fifth tip I want to give you on how to be on track, even when you don't track your calories is I want you to tune into your hunger and fullness cues as much as you can to guide how much you need to eat to be satisfied. What this means, basically, ladies, is we want to think about how you feel, how you feel in your body, how full you are getting, even sometimes how hungry you are before you eat. We want to get really attuned to these natural cues our body has which when you use calorie tracking inside of our programs, I always emphasize, okay, yes, we use tracking as a tool, but how do you feel, right? When you're, when you're asking for a calorie adjustment or you're ever stuck, or maybe you're not even stuck, but you're like wondering if you're doing this right. One of the most important things that you need to tap into that is completely free to tap into, by the way, is thinking about how you feel. Because once we get attuned to how we feel and we get attuned to our hunger and fullness cues, After we've established a foundation with food, I just want to point out that if you have really struggled with dieting before, you need to reestablish this foundation with hunger and fullness by consistently fueling your body for those normal cues to come back to normalcy, essentially. But when you establish that, that will be incredibly helpful to help you stay on track and really learn to trust yourself so that way you can be on track and not only trust yourself, but understand that you are fueling your body in a healthy way even when you can't microanalyze every amount of calorie and nutrition under every single ingredient that you have in your food. And truthfully, if you are not losing weight while also thinking about how you feel, that is a huge problem. And in fact, I don't want to scare you ladies, but I do just want to point out that if you are feeling that way right now, I can't tell you enough that, you know, sometimes it can feel like we're taking the training wheels off a little bit too soon by not tracking. I want you to really focus on building a foundation, allow yourself the space to grow and evolve and change, and sometimes even fail. Fail meaning you wanted to go out to eat, you wanted to not track your food, but then you realize after the meal, like you're overly stuffed, you kind of ate, you know, a little bit more higher calorie than you would have liked. Maybe the scale's not showing, you know, next week in the in the right direction that you hope it to. Like these are all learning experiences. They're not failures, but you have to allow yourself the space to make mistakes and have a little bit of a trial and error moment to see how you do, because you will never know how you do in these situations unless you put yourself into those situations. And I would say if you have never been very attuned or trust yourself around food in the way I am describing, I would just really suggest the next time you go out to eat, I would love for you to have a little bit of a plan going into it, thinking about, okay, how can I order something with protein that also hits the balance plate? How can I focus on my meal timings for the day? So like, I'm not starving going into the meal. 
And all of these one through four things, the four tips I shared before, tip number five about getting in tune with your cues, it actually is going to help you be on track before that meal and also go into that meal with a lot more positive and productive energy because you'll realize that that meal is not as big of a deal and you can still be on track even when you don't track your food and will make it a little bit easier to also like be in tune with your hunger and fullness. I could do a full episode on hunger and fullness. Let me know if you guys ever want something like that. I know we do have resources and support on this in the membership already. And of course we talk about it in Fit Bay Body, but moral of the story, we want to tap into those natural cues our body has as we are eating to help us determine when we are satisfied, when we are full, and also to help us make sure we're balancing our blood sugar and feeling good. Because when you get full through having a balanced meal, that is the best sign to stop eating. And to do that, you have to be able to trust yourself. Hey, girlfriend, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you'd like to learn more about eating right for fat loss and never gaining weight back, I'll be continuing this party on Instagram where you can find me at sorority.nutritionist posting inspiration every single day. Also, if you're wondering where to get started on your journey, be sure to head to the sororitynutritionist.com backslash quiz to take my free quiz that will tell you why you aren't losing weight and what you can begin to do about it so you can see progress faster. You can also find any other links and resources mentioned in the show at the sororitynutritionist.com under free resources. I hope you have such a beautiful day and I will see you next time, girlfriend.